bringing you everything under the Disney umbrella. Network 1901. Hey everyone, Shannon here. This week's story is from Mariette, better known as the Lady Valkyrie. Not only is she an amazing fan artist, but I also love to see her insights, not just in Star Wars, but also for other areas of geekdom. Right now, it's Beastars. So without further ado, welcome to episode 53 of Lipstick and Lightsabers. Hi, my name is Mary Guerrero, uh, otherwise known as the Lady Valkyrie on social media. I do post-production work in my real life, but in my spare time, I am a fangirl of many things, but in particular, Star Wars is one of my big obsessions. Um, how I got into Star Wars. I I think I was, okay, so I think I was eight years old, and I have told the story many times, but I think I was eight years old, and I was watching this on a bootleg cable box, um, and if you don't know, what a cable box is um it's because i am dating myself uh it is basically a cable box which allows you to obtain cable channels in a rather hmm, complimentary means <laughs> i remember the um i remember the tiny bread box apartment uh that i was living in and it was i remember it was like a saturday afternoon and i first watched a new hope on, I think it was like HBO and I was alone watching this because my sister and my mother just could not be bothered and so I remember watching and recalling um, that Luke and, and Han you know they didn't really speak to me as much as uh, as much as Princess Leia did for my eight-year-old self um, the tone and inflection after being rescued was like a breath of fresh air um, in fact I remember exactly how she speaks to her rescuers with such authority from now on you do as I tell you okay blew my mind it blew my mind um, the way she carried herself after all that um, when when the media that I saw at the time really just didn't allow women to be portrayed in such a way you know so unpo so unapologetic uh, so defiant to the people who were her allies uh, because you know there are bigger things to worry about um, than to worry about uh, you know one's own self and the egos of others and I never really took into why that spoke to me until later when I realized that Princess Leia kind of reminded me so in so many ways of my mother is <laughs> you know my mother's kind of you know she's kind and she's selfless and helpful but she's also very defiant you know she doesn't suffer fools easily her attitude and still to this very day is help me or get out of my way tough I know but I respect her as much as I love her and that goes uh, the same for Princess for Princess Leia and I tried um, after that I tried getting into the to the EU which I guess now is called Legends um, but it didn't really work for me and and I and by then I've moved on to other fandoms other things and then came the prequels and I was um it was my last year of high school I think uh yeah I think it was like the last year of high school it was uh I was 17 and I fell for Maul I fell for Darth Maul and I was you know it was I was 17 years old it was just like my awakening you know <laughs> and then I saw each prequel movies in the theater and um unfortunately you know I I had to be honest with myself then and and now that you know I just wasn't able to get into it as much um despite my love for young Obi-Wan um and so again I fell off the Star Wars fandom 
and I found other fandoms to occupy. And of course, you know, just life gets in the way. Um, in between those years, you know, I went to college, had uh, multiple jobs to stay afloat. <laughs> I barely paid attention to really what was happening on in any fandom because um, I barely watched TV and I barely watched uh, any movies. And it wasn't until The Force Awakens that I found my place in Star Wars. And what it did for me, you know, was Rey. Um, she was independent and she was fiercely talented, but she was lonely and, and I understood her in such a visceral way that stayed with me for years. Um, Finn too um, was so great and so was Poe, but uh, Kylo Ren <laughs> took my heart <laughs> the moment he stepped out of the ship and it was then that I became invested as I was when I was eight years old um, and probably even more so now. How do I engage in fandom? Um, Tumblr at first. And then Twitter now. Uh, I do cosplay, um, but I also do like just a lot of fan art. And I mostly engage with the Raylo fandom, which has for the most part been uh, probably the most amazing, brilliant, and giving fandom that I've ever seen in my in my entire like years of doing fandom. They, they've been amazing. Um, so it's been really great give or take, you know. <laughs> um, how has Star Wars impacted my life? I think, by and large, the sequel trilogy, you know, allowed me to look back into my love of Star Wars as a kid with, like, a brand new vigor. Um, it also encouraged me, it encourages me as an adult to explore um, more female gay storytelling unapologetic, unapologetically as well. Um, it also helped me approach media with a more focused female feminist lens and I realize uh, you know that I, I should demand and deserve more in female storytelling than what was given to me in the past what am I looking forward to this year in Star Wars well look you know Star Wars celebration is coming um, it's gonna be my first celebration so I'm really looking forward to um, that and just really excited to see some Raylos in real life that I have um, spoke to this many years but I've never really met in person but aside from that, I think I'm just going to give myself just a short breathing space from Star Wars um, because, you know, episode nine, I wasn't a fan. I'll, let's, you know, cards on the table. I just, it affected me more than I care to admit. So, um, you know, I think just a small break, um, not a break up. <laughs> I will never break up with Star Wars. That's just never going to happen. But just a small you know, just a small intermission um, from before getting back into it. But however, when I get back on the horse, I will continue watching The Mandalorian, which has been entertaining for me. And I will get around to finishing season seven of The Clone Wars, which, which you know, has been pretty good so far. Um, and then I'll enjoy, enjoy, enjoy countless fan works um, from passionate people within the fandom, but in particular with the Raylo fandom. And I, and I think that's it for now. Um, so, you know, until then, may the force be with you always. You've been listening to Lipstick and Lightsabers presented by Network 1901. This week's story was from Mariette and you can find her on Twitter at Valkyrie underscore art and on Instagram at the underscore lady underscore Valkyrie underscore art. 
If you'd like to be part of the show, you can send in your Star Wars story to lipsticklightsabers1901 at gmail.com. I'd like to give a special thank you to our patrons for making this show happen. And if you want to reach out to us, you can find us at lip underscore lightsabers and myself at McCarter Shannon. I also want to say that during this time where the world kind of seems to be falling apart and we're all stuck in our homes, being part of this community means a lot to Alex and I, especially when it comes to lipstick and lightsabers. So if you haven't sent in your Star Wars story yet, we would really love to hear from you. I'll see you guys next time. Bye. Bye.